0: Should we see Game 7? Well, we got a chance tonight. The Habs taking on the Flyers. And the Canucks are looking to close out last season's champs. The Blues, that is all coming up. We're going to break that down later on in the show. This is World Hockey Report. I'm Cody Jansen coming to you live on 12-ounce sports. Zingo TV channel 761. How disappointed are you? Flames fans, hit me up on Twitter. We're there. I'm there. Janner 31, World Hockey Reports, World Hockey RPT. Yes, let me know your thoughts. It's our What's Nutrition and Performance Question of the Day. We're going to jump into that right away.s But first, come on, guys. You already know by this point, use promo code 120 Sports When signing up, it's the absolute best. They are going to hook you up the best odds. We'll get into some of those. I got some bets for you later. I'm telling you, you're not going to want to miss this show. It's a Friday edition. Yes, we're back to two shows a week. What's up? We are flying. We're giving off stuff left and right. I mean, do you see these hats? Check those out. Check those out. So fresh. Those are coming out. World Honky Report Overtime Challenge. If you bought them, they are going to be coming your way. If you're winning them online, yes, they're coming in the mail soon. They're going to be on the way. I'm telling you. You're going to love them. Hey, they're fresh black. They got our beautiful logo up there, white, red, and blue, the colors of America. Whether you like it or not, the World Hockey Airport is coming to you live. 12-ounce sports, Zingo TV channel, 761, show brought to you by mybookie.ag. Coming up here today. WNP question of the day, Flames fans, tell me, how are you feeling? What needs to change that loss against the Stars? An absolute embarrassment to the sport. That was pathetic. 920. You know, we're going to break down a little bit of the Flames caps gone, but also there's some other things I did want to dive into. Should Mike Milbury keeps making these comments? People, talk to me. I got my thoughts on it. I'm going to dive into that at 9.20. The NHL just released a statement, so we're going to break this news to you right now. This is on Mike Milbury, of course. This is, quote, The National Hockey League condemns the insensitive and insulting comment that Mike Milbury made during last night's broadcast, and we have communicated our feelings to NBC. The comment did not reflect the NHL's values and commitment to making our game more inclusive and welcoming to all, end quote. That's from the NHL. Is that enough? Are they putting their foot down? Are they saying, hey, this NHL alumni crossed the line? Or was what Jeremy Roenick did that much worse for NBC? We'll break into that 920 or so. Then at 940 to jump on to talk some Habs flyers. You know he's going to have the Colin sportscaster, Chris Mancuso. This guy's an absolute beauty. I mean, if you haven't checked out Tarps Off Hockey yet, you're missing out. This guy... He put so much thought and effort into this and I, I mean I'll talk to them about it too, kind of starting it up. You see all these, you know, pathetic networks that are starting up. Everyone thinks that they can just run their own show, they're gonna be the next ESPN. It doesn't work like that. Ask anyone at 12 Ounce Sports. Jeff Beck and the crew are unbelievable how much time and effort they put in to get it up to I mean when you're getting thousands and thousands of viewers a week, it doesn't happen overnight. And Chris and his team, they I mean, they planned out tarpsovhockey.net. They built it up from the ground. They took their time, and they're rolling. I mean, they got these live game broadcasts. I believe they're on Sportscaster, just on Sportscaster for now. I don't know exactly if, if they plan on expanding or not, but we're going to break into that because it's cool. It's awesome. And Chris is going to be breaking down the Habs Flyers with us here. That's at, oh, I keep saying 940. Guys, I messed up. 1240 totally lost track of time so the tweet is probably way off as well wow rookie mistake i'll put some money in the fine jar we'll get that changed up you guys know what time it is come on we're coming up 40 minutes from now then that's what we'll go with that's when chris is going to be on the show so we will get him on despite the tweet being terribly wrong i think i just changed it on the sidebar up top there but come on Let's dive into it. its nutrition and performance question of the day. WNP, your home, the best supplement plans, all of that good stuff. WNP is going to hook you up. You want a workout plan from home? Curtis and his team, they've got you covered. Flames fans, talk to me. What are you feeling? We asked the question on Twitter. We're there at World RPT. You can let us know. I'd love to know your thoughts because we got a bunch of questions and we're going to get into the text line, but I also got to give you my thoughts because it's simply unacceptable, isn't it? How bad they were? You go up three, rip, and you disappear. That just, that, that can't happen. That can't happen at all. And for Calgary to have a chance, I mean, they're 10 seconds away from going up 3-1 in this series, and then they just Fold it. How does that happen? How on earth does Jeff Ward let his team collapse like that? I get it. You might want to blame Lucic for his penalty. You might want to blame Talbot for not being sharp. You might want to blame Ward for throwing in Riddick after not playing for five months. He's breaking in new gear too. Like There was so many things that added up. That just did not make sense at all. And I, I frankly, it's mind boggling to me how it went off the rails like that. You're up three nothing, seven minutes in. I hit my bet. I bet the Flames team over two and a half. It's plus 120. Like, thank you very much. That's easy. I'll take that, and I love it. But then they go and collapse? I live bet the race to four as well. I was like, wow, flames are rolling. They do not want to go anywhere. And I was so wrong. Giryanov, I mean, he took control of the game. He ran the show of Calgary. And it was embarrassing. Four goals for this guy? I mean, hey. If you don't follow the NHL on a daily basis, you've got no clue who Gurianov is. He's nasty. He's got a great shot. He lit up the Flames' goaltenders. But don't tell me. What, they have 16 shots on goals? Six goals? That's sickening. That is sickening for... Man, you feel bad for the guys who are invested in the playoffs. Like I, I know it sucks to have a guy like... Oh, man. You know, you feel for Matthew Kachuk, you feel for all who are sitting in the stands, they gotta watch that pathetic display. That's tough. That is disappointing. I don't know. I mean, if you're a Stars fan, you're probably on cloud nine. That's amazing. That's unreal for you. And we're gonna get to some of your texts, some of your questions. Hit us up anytime. We're on Twitter at World RPT. We're on Facebook as well. World Honky Report. Flames fans, I asked you, what do you do? What do you do with this team? Wayne, I'm not a Flames fan, but I do root for the Canadian teams when the Leafs are out. I'd say goaltending and top line consistency. Those are They're two easy ones, but Cam... Oh, oh boy. We're going off the rails here. Cam Talbot was good enough to win a series. Was he amazing? No. He was good enough to win a damn series. That's for sure. Cam Talbot was not the main issue. Was he bad in game six? Yeah. Three goals on eight shots. That's not going to cut it. You don't have a two-goalie system when Riddick hasn't played in months. You can't expect to go through that. You got to use your timeout. You got to say, hey, regroup, get set. It's 0-0, zero, zero, and we're winning this damn hockey game. They didn't have that. Giordano didn't give the team that. And that's, I mean, that's frankly what went wrong. Calgary didn't have leadership. It wasn't the coach. wasn't their captains on the ice. wasn't their experienced veterans. They were pathetic. Their top guns looked... I mean, disengaged. I don't care how many points Johnny Gaudreau, Sean Monaghan can put up on the power play. Do it five on five. Five on five wins you hockey games. Power plays, you need those to be good as well. But that's not what happens when it comes down to crunch time. Five on five play is what's going to happen. Harp talked to me there. Uh, I'm not an outsider, but Calgary's fragile approach-wise. GM Treeliving has many decisions to make in the offseason. That's one of the problems. Are we trusting Brad Treeliving with these decisions? I've seen a tweet of Flames goaltenders. Oh, I wish I screenshotted it. I don't think I did. Let me quickly check because the amount of goalies that Brad Treeliving has gone through is unbelievable. And... His most consistent starter of all that time, Jonas Hiller. Jonas Hiller, folks. That's been his best acquisition and goal. That's what's going through my brain right now. The Flames are an absolute dumpster fire. Jared hit us up, said move Goudreau and a coaching change. Get a coach that makes his players responsible for their on-ice play 100% agree good drill he doesn't look like he wants to be in Calgary anymore he's done he's had his fun at the stampede he is out he's checked out he's fine with packing his bags he'd love to be in New Jersey He'd love to be in Philly and it's time you got to move on. How many chances do you give this core? This isn't a Washington Capitals situation of, oh, they'll click eventually. No, you're not dealing with Nick Backstrom. You're not dealing with Alex Ovechkin. You're not dealing with Kuznetsov, John Carlson. I mean, that team had a million times more scale. I don't know. There's no calculator for this. They had more skill, they had more heart, they had more drive, they had more playoff personalities than the Calgary Flames do. So, a Gaudreau move has to be in line. But what's his value? What's his value when he hasn't done anything in playoffs to make him a worthwhile acquisition of anything more than Taylor Hall? You going to get a couple of first-round picks for him? I don't know. <laughs> who's who's going to give up a, a great prospect for Johnny Gaudreau with his past three playoff performances? It's not going to happen. No, I'm sorry, Flames fans. That is not going to happen. AJ hit us up on Twitter at World RPT says goaltending and a little more depth offense. Yes, you would love to have that. But their offensive depth wasn't the question. You had Dylan Dubay, Sam Bennett, Milan Lucic. I think Lucic ended with as many points as Gaudreau. How are you? You're going to tell me depth scoring was the problem? No. No, I can't agree with you on that one, AJ. Appreciate the comment, of course. Depth scoring. <laughs> you need more energy, guys. You need more Sam Bennetts. You need more... I mean, I'll give Tom Wilson credit. I know they got eliminated yesterday. I don't know how much we got to break down that Isles series. I mean, they bored the Caps to death. They played exactly how Barry Trotz wanted them to play. They're a disciplined hockey team. They played a great game. They won a hockey game. Was it fun to watch? No. Was it exciting? No. Are the Islanders moving on? You're damn rights they are. And we'll see who else they can put to sleep. They're a solid hockey club. Are they better than Philly? I don't know. Are they going to be more disciplined than Philly? I would say yeah. You got to give them a chance. How long can Varlamov take that team? That's going to be my biggest question. Who knows if Philly's even going to advance? Man, they lost to Montreal. Heart looks shaky. We're going to break that one down. 1240. Chris Mancuso going to come on the show. Time's off hockey there. Hit us up anytime. You don't to reach out to us. We're on Twitter as well. A couple more replies. Mike... Wagonman? Geez, I don't want to butcher that one. Uh, Might want to send a few good players to the Devils. Just his suggestion. He's meaning Johnny Hockey right there. Man. Send him to the Devils? But who do you get in return? You're not getting a Jack Hughes in return. I don't think Mackenzie Blackwood's the answer. It's interesting. 17 shots on goal in the first two periods for Dallas. Six goals. Goaltending? It's gotta get figured out. You gotta decide what you're doing with them sooner rather than later. I don't know. You don't wanna wait too long on that. There's some good, good goalies coming up. To free agency. You're not gonna get Markstrom. Holt B I C in Edmonton. Matt Murray. I don't think he is the answer. But do I trust Matt Murray? over the course of a season in playoffs to bounce back rather than David Riddick? Yes. do. 100%. Here was Darren Drager earlier talking about the Flames' coaching situations, and this is surrounding Bruce Boudreau. They're waiting on the fallout from Calgary, Chicago, possibly Washington. Is he going to go back to the Caps? I don't see it. Would he go to Chicago? I don't know. There's a lot of egos to deal with. I don't think Colleton's got an easy job at all. Do I think Colleton's lost the room? No. But I think he's got some work to do there in Chicago. So Calgary makes sense. Would he join the Toronto Maple Leafs as an assistant coach? Over the Flames as a head coach? You'd hope not. If so, that's embarrassing for the Flames. Here was Marty Biron's comment on it. and I found it pretty interesting. Gutsy call for the goalie change. Game tied at three. Like... I mean, to put Riddick in at that time, he hasn't played in so long. Plus, he's rocking brand new CCM access gear. He's never worn in a game. Never worn in a game. That's preseason. Why is that anything more than preseason? You're rocking new gear, and I get it. Maybe he felt comfortable in it. Maybe he felt fine. I don't know very questionable call if you ask me of course what's nutrition and performance bring me your question of the day on 12 ounce sports cody jeans with you here it's world hockey report live we got a lot more to get into mike milbury we got to talk about him. actually let, let me give my kudos to the stars here because they battled they had a backup goaltender and in- and they battled and grinded and won this series. They showed heart. They had leadership. Look at when they're down three rip. Joe Pavelski, he's looking at the boys and saying, Not a worry. Don't worry. We're coming back. We got Haskin and We got Pavelski. We got, you know, Radulov. Garyanov, who thought he was gonna take off. That team. It's impressive. It's an impressive win. Do I think they have a chance against Colorado? No. But am I impressed they got out of the first round? Yeah, you're damn right. I'm impressed. Alrighty, let's take a quick break here. Haskinen, unreal. One point behind Nathan McKinnon for the most points in the NHL playoffs. And they put up 14 in their last two games against Arizona. Yeah, Stars were not doing that. But Haskinen, unreal. I mean, I'm sorry. If you are a Quinn Hughes fan, if you're a Cale McCarr fan, Hastings has been the better of the three in these playoffs. Quinn Hughes has been fine. Sure, maybe he's a better skater. Sure, defensively, not a chance. Cale McCarr, I think he is unbelievably smart in his D zone. He's unbelievably good with the puck. He's a top power play guy. I mean, he's going to win Norris trophies. And I pluralize that Norris trophies. He is unbelievable. He's probably my 1B right now. But Haskinen, next level. It's a joke for him out there. The NHL is too easy. I forgot about Corey Perry. This guy, this guy is sandpaper grit for the stars. And I'm going to leave you with this. Because Dallas made some acquisitions, everyone was shaking their head, everyone's ripping on them. You got older, you got slower with Perry Pavelski. Wise men win hockey. Wise men win hockey. That's what it came down to. That's all it came down to for the Dallas Stars. They're wiser, they're older. I knew I had to dive into it as soon as I seen this. Mike Milbury has been a huge topic already. All playoffs. I mean, it's something you just can't escape from. Then he goes and pulls this last night. Come here and play hockey. And if you think about it, it's a terrific environment with regards to if you enjoy playing and enjoy being with your teammates for long periods of time, it's a perfect place. Not even any woman here to disrupt uh, their concentration. And also, too, no travel come here not any woman to disrupt you and here i'm going to i'm going to talk about this one and i don't want this to seem like i'm for his comments and i don't want it to seem like i am i i guess i'll play both sides of the fence here because what mike milbury has said and done in these playoffs is absolutely absurd. How he still has a job, and I get it. What Jeremy Roenick said was across the line, what he said on Spit and Chiplets, which is a totally open platform, it's a podcast. I mean, say what you want. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of 2020. That's the beauty of what I get to do. That's the beauty of what we get to do. It's an open platform. Say whatever you want. Let us know whatever's on your mind. There's no filter coming out here. I can say whatever I want. You guys can say whatever you want to me. Our guests can say whatever they want. We are authentic as it gets. And we're not changing. Because that's the platform that you expect. And it's not going anywhere anytime soon. So my thoughts on Milbury. His latest comments. I'm not going to get into the earlier ones. Because I think he's already said some stupid shit. And he should probably never be on TV again. He just go start up his own podcast. Might as well. Like, is 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 he a bad guy? I don't know. I don't know him personally. I've heard the stories. I know there's people that don't like him in the game. So why does NBC keep him around? It's all about ratings, in my opinion. Is People will watch just to see if he's going to say something stupid. And the more attention he gets, the more ratings NBC gets. And they need the ratings because it's in a pandemic. And there you go. That's NBC's theory on this as well. Mike Bur- Milbury, what he said was stupid. But did it come off as... I think it came off differently than he expected. And I'm not trying to take words out of his mouth. I'm not trying to defend this guy. But I want to know what he meant. Did he mean that in the bubble, these guys don't have their wives or significant others or puck bunnies around? Like, did, was he meaning that the distraction is away from the game during the game? Because there's a lot of different sides to this. As we've seen, I mean, real life, it still goes on. Look at Tuukka He said, hey, it's more important with me to be with my family right now. You're going to say his wife and kids are a distraction? If that's what he means, then he's the biggest idiot in the world. If he means that the Calgary Flames... Are not distracted because they're not going out to the ranch every single night. Or Cowboys after every win and every night off. Chase and tail, whatever. Then he's right. Then there is less of a distraction. And hey, I mean, I know there, there there's definitely going to be LGBTQ plus members in the NHL. Maybe they haven't come out yet. But for the most part, and I'm mean, i going to generalize hockey players right here, so like it or not, is they're chasing women. And that's what they're going to be doing on their nights off. That's what single, rich dudes, hockey players, are going to be doing. In their nights off, when they go to the bar, when they're not playing hockey, you can count on it. That's what they're going to do. We've all, oh, we haven't all lived. If you played hockey... You know, I'm not saying anything crazy here. This isn't any breaking news to anyone. 100% that's a distraction. 100% females distract players. I've seen it firsthand. You get a teammate who's got, you know, new girlfriend. All of a sudden, he's lovey-dovey and he's gone. You know, he's, he's, I mean, his hockey game is probably dropping off. Or if you got someone who's having a relationship problem, something like that. That's a distraction. Like it or not, that, that that's going to happen. So where, where do Mike Milbury's comments stand and what, what should it land him? I, you know, I I mean, I take everything he says with a grain of salt to begin with, but my biggest issue is with NBC. You can't have double standards. You can't, I mean, suspend and fire a guy like Jeremy Roenick for what he said. And then you let this guy run his mouth, make sexist comments, you know, just, I mean, make gutless comments towards Rask and his family saying, oh, I wouldn't have done that if I was playing. Shut up. You've got no clue what's going on. No one does. It doesn't matter if, oh, Tukarask texted some sports radio host off Wii I and said, here's kind of what's happening. No one knows 100% of what's going on except for Tukarask and his wife. That's the bottom line. I mean, if you're a hockey commentator, shut up, talk about the game. I mean, you don't need to get into someone's personal life. You don't need to touch on what's a distraction and what's not. You don't need to bring up genders. Anything like that, Mike Milroy just needs to shut his mouth. And NBC, I mean, for them, leaving him on the air, it shows enough about what they care about, what they take pride in, how their morals are. Because they're all over the map. I mean, talk about 2 faced NBC. they're, They're a little bit all over that right now. All right, let's move along. Hey, I got to talk to you guys first. 2D Wraps, the ultimate drink insulator. Yes, I've got it on my coffee right now. They're so easy to use. They snap on, snap around. I don't even know if you guys can see this, but this thing, changing the game. Keeping your drinks cold for longer than any koozie will do. 2D Wrap is unbelievable. I'm telling you, keeping the coffee warm. This is going on hours right now. Yeah, so I'm sipping back on coffee for hours. Why? Because the work doesn't stop staying up late watching hockey. And if you want to keep your drinks cold during the summer hot days, or you want to keep your coffee warm for longer during the day. If you're out camping, these things are perfect. They're so portable too. They're they you know they're they're better than those traditional koozies because it's 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 I mean it's military-grade neoprene. This is top-notch stuff, people. It's trying to time to ditch that traditional koozie. 2D Wrap is the universal drink insulator. Fits any beverage, hot or cold, multiple sizes, fully customizable, made in Canada. 2D wraps are made with military-grade neoprene for the highest quality product possible, strong and durable. 2D wrap keeps your drink hot or cold for hours. Check them out today. 2dwrap.com. That's T-U-D-I-Wrap. Dot-com for the break best drink accessory in the game. You don't want to miss that as well. Hey, if you're looking for some new hockey jerseys, verbaro Hockey—they're gonna hook you up. As you see in the commercial, Andy Sutton and his team—they're, I mean, they're hooking up these teams, schools, whatever. Fully customizable. It's unreal. It's literally they're setting up your own website. You can choose whatever you want. If you want track suit, you want a golf shirt, you want a jacket. Uh, hockey banks, custom jerseys, fully sublimated, top-of-the-line professional jerseys, best prices, Verbero Hockey has you covered. Go check them out today, VerberoHockey.com Now, people are starting to get at us on Twitter here. And, you know, it's it's a couple of people. Jamie Saul hit us up. Why can't Alberta teams land a goalie? Like, seriously. I've wondered that for how long. It's been a while now. Jamie, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. And I feel like it's because both Calgary and Edmonton have built from the top down. That's not how you win cups. That 100%. Why is Boston so successful? They built from the backup. Why was St. Louis so successful? They built from the backup. And I get it. They were the worst team in the league, but they had all the potential in the world. It just took Craig Bruby to snap a switch and boom, they were gone. Hoffman. He's watching. Loves the pod. What's up, buddy? Good to, uh, good to hear from another Sasky boy checking it out. Hey, we're all Sasky guys here. And yes, I mean, we're going to break down a little bit of the Blues and Canucks. But end of the day, as long as Shannon's scoring, we're loving it. Schwartzy, he's buzzing around out there. Not that I don't want to see Vancouver win because they're a Canadian team. they lead that series 3-2. Soft part of me. I just want a game 7. Damn it. Give me a game 7. I don't care what like the flames just pissed me off. Like you had a perfect chance to give me a game seven. And you don't. That's selfish on my behalf. Maybe they wanted their to get out of the bubble. ASAP. It worked. Lost seven three against Dallas last night. So you got two games, Habs, Flyers. That one's coming up. Game six here. What do you got? Five hours? Tell Puck Something like that. It's 12.33 local time, August 21st. World Hockey Report, Cody Jansen with you here. It's going to be a great day. Chris Mancuso is coming on later to break it down. I guess I kind of just skipped over Edmonton Calgary. Why don't they have goaltenders? I mean, as I said, they build from the top down, which is stupid to begin with. It never works. Also, spend money in the wrong places. You get locked into some of these contracts. Like if you're prioritizing signing James Neal over securing your goaltending situation, that's your problem. Because then end of the day, you kind of scrounge up, oh, let's get Cam Talbot, let's get David Riddick, let's get Mike Smith, let's sign Miko Koskinen. And now you're banking on that. Prioritize defense, win championships. That's simple. Doesn't matter what level of hockey you're at. you would be play, playing Pee-wee double-A. Prioritize the back end. It's going to work out well for you. Guys, i got to talk to you, though. Before we get to the next commercial break, I know you've seen it already. Tub masks. These things are absolutely legit. i got a brand new one here. Hey, they hook us up. Unreal best mats. I know you, you, you gotta wear wear them now everywhere. I mean, I went for a massage this morning. You gotta wear them. It's kind of becoming a fact of life. Love it or not. But tub masks. These things are so comfortable. I used to wear those, you know, kind of those like medical ones, the, like the cloth ones. I'm Telling you, these things are a game changer. Let's set this one up right now. Rip it open. It's so easy to do too. They come with the card. Pretty cool tub mask for each other they're sold they're non-medical but they're the perfect options you already got the straps on there you got a head strap as well perfect nose clip as you can see there you go that's that's as easy as it is it's unreal you got the breathable vents down there they sit perfectly tub mask i'm telling you go check them out they are great you're not going to wear another mask after you check out tub masks It's great. I've seen the commercial. I mean, they are the ultimate. They're the, as I was told, and I totally believe it, now that I'm wearing them myself, they are the Porsche of masks. I mean, you can go get a Honda Civic, whatever. You can go get those disposable ones, but they suck. They're hot. They smell bad. They're they're just uncomfortable. The ear straps are terrible. They don't have a head strap. like These are like, they're, they're Velcro. They're adjustable. I'm telling you. Game changer. Top mask. Go check them out. Of course, show brought to you by mybookie.ag. Use promo code 120 SPORTS. All caps, no spaces. When signing up, we're going to get off to a commercial. Chris So After the break, we are going to talk. About those Habs, because I know he's gonna be live for the Habs Flyers tonight on Sportscaster, TarpsOffHockey.net's Chris Mancuso. Coming up next, this is World Hockey Report coming to you live, Zingo TV, channel 761 and 12 ounce sports. This is World hockey report live, Cody Jansen with you here, Friday, fun day. Boy, we got more hockey. Couple of game sixes coming up. We are going to break those down. But first, you guys already know, we've been talking about it for a while. The drink of summer is here. We've officially found it. Refreshingly different. Cocoa Vodka and Rum. The original refreshing mixed drink in a can that combines real natural coconut water from the Philippines. Triple distilled vodka or smooth Puerto Rican white rum and a splash of sparkling water. Unbelievable. Jeff Beckel vouch. He just got his 12-ounce sports... Perez. give him a shout out. Beck Week, what's up? Cocoa Vodka and Rum started by two Canadians with a plan. Come up with a healthier summer drink that's made with quality ingredients. Stitch those boring seltzer waters. They're full of fake flavors anyways. Up your drink game. Talk about a vacation in a can. Cocoa Vodka Rum, available at BSW Liquor in Alberta. And they recently launched in a ton of states like Michigan, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Massachusetts, and Maine. Don't forget, order online as well. Enjoy Enjoy the Cocoa life with World Hockey Report. Go pick yourself up a case today. Once again, enjoy Alrighty. Already, we already talked about it, but we are going to talk about are we getting a Game 7 from Tarps Off Hockey? Chris Mancuso joins us on the show. What's up, buddy?
1: Buddy, what's going on? How's everybody doing? Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, man, appreciate you taking the time on such short notice. I had so much to talk about today. I'm like, I'm just going to go off. And then, you know, I'll be on your pond here later later that's going to come out as well but i was like i gotta get you on like if you're going live during these games i gotta get your thoughts habs flyers game six i won't get your bets yet but what what are you looking at here because obviously Niskanen's out gallagher's out but like do the habs have it in them i i I really think that carrie price all he's got to do is steal a game here and now it's a 50 50 chance to win this series but dude what's what are you thinking
1: Well, yeah, you saw how the Montreal Canadiens responded post-Claude Julien having the heart issue and having to leave the bubble, right? That was really tough on them. They responded well to it. I know they're down Gallagher. I know um, that's a huge loss for them, and especially
0: the way he played last game. He was right in the middle of all of it. It was a dirty cross check by and One-game
1: suspension isn't even close to enough, uh, but that's that's another conversation. I think the Montreal Canadiens, just like you said, Carrie Price shows up and is Carry Price, they're in the game regardless. And I think there's gonna be an extra chip on their shoulder after that broken jaw. Because that
0: was an ugly play. You don't think, I it, think they
1: can do it. I think we're
0: going they, seven. Man, I like the way that Gallagher played, he was a difference maker though. That's that's why I say to lose that guy sucks because he was the difference maker in game five. Simple as that. He got them going when they were down. I know Suzuki scored some clutch goals, Hart let in some softies, but it all started Gallagher's line. He was all over the place. He was hitting guys. He was, you know, he was being a chippy little shit, and I love it. Like, slash guys in the ankles. I love it. Cross-check in the arms, right in the backs. That's playoff hockey, if you ask me. That's why the St. Louis Blues are down 3-2 in their series, is because they're soft as pudding right now. Like, like start taking a chunk out of these young guys on Vancouver. And I get it. I love <laughs> Vancouver's skill. I love I love skilled hockey, but it's not playoff hockey. Playoff hockey is yeah. rough, tough Tumble around, and you can really tell the teams that are going to go far in this playoffs are going to have that. They've got that edge, and the teams that aren't—I mean, <laughs> you can clearly see—they're yeah, done. They're, they're going take home. The bus back out of the
1: bubble home. Exactly, man. Like, like you put it perfectly, the St. Louis Blues are just not taking any physical. Um, liberties that they should be able to take. Like, you look on paper, they're the far tougher team. Vancouver has Quinn Hughes and Pedersen and Besser and Morvat, all these younger guys running around, and like, you could put the body on them and rough them up. Like, they kind of were kind of had that mean streak in them last year. We haven't seen it from St. Louis at all yet. Um, interesting that he brought that up because they're a team that if they don't bring that edge tonight, they're out. Especially with the way that Vancouver's playing, they're done. Yeah, I'm get a little bit and get a little more emotionally invested in these games.
0: If, if you are Craig Berube, are you throwing Bennington into the fire again or are you going to stick with Allen?
1: I put Bennington back in. He's the guy who got you there last year, he's the guy who won the Stanley Cup. Um, Guy, you rode all season long to you know they were second in the entire NHL. I think that Jake Allen has played great. Bennington hasn't. But at the end of the day, if you're the coach, this is one of those calls that you got to uh, you got to believe in your goaltender. And if I'm Craig Berube, I, I absolutely I, I put Jordan Bennington in the
0: net. Now I love talking hockey with you because you're a hockey guy down to the core. Chris Mancuso, our guest from TarpsOffHockey.net, buddy. Okay, so from my perspective, and tell me if I'm wrong, the St. Louis Blues. Play better when they're the underdog, when they're last place in the league, when they're down two games to none against the Vancouver Canucks, when they're down one rip against Boston in the finals, when they're down 3-2 going into game six against the Boston Bruins in the damn Stanley Cup finals. Is is there something, And I mean, I played the game, but I, I, I probably haven't watched enough of it while I was playing. Is there is there certain teams that just thrive off of this? Because from my opinion, this is this is St. Louis' position to thrive it. They love being the underdog. They love having their backs against the wall because they have that ability to push back.
1: Yeah, they're built very similarly to the Boston Bruins, and both of those teams have a tendency at times, like you said, when they're in the favorable position to kind of not show up. But when these teams have their backs against the wall, like look at all the examples you just rifled off about St. Louis there, including their incredible run last season. But yeah, they're a team that when their backs against the walls, their best guys come out. Ryan O'Reilly, um, Petrangelo, Vince Dunn, all these guys come up and spend, play a little above where they're used to being. And, uh, and and O'Reilly goes to an even other level as you saw that when in the Conn Smythe last year. So. So, um, yeah, this might be the perfect situation for the St. Louis Blues and any other time, I would agree with you. But just with this whole bubble and coronavirus and, and the way that some teams have looked emotionally invested, some teams haven't. Um, I, I don't know for sure if this is going to be like a lock it down game for, for St. Louis. But boy, oh boy, if they don't get one of those performances, they're going home.
0: Hundred percent. Already this is kind of breaking. I just saw this come across my feed here, but Mike Milbury not gonna be a part of NBC's broadcast for game six between the Flyers and Canadians he was scheduled to be on. Obviously some hot water. We broke into that. Yeah. So I, I mean that's that's a that's a change in itself. For the better, in my opinion, I, I don't so think. Milberg
1: he, off the game tonight. Then that's breaking news.
0: Then. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think anyone's losing sleep about it. I don't think he brings anything to the broadcast. And I, I, I no, mean,
1: no, that's where I have such a hard time with this man. It's like for me, it's the fine line between. Yes, Mike Milbury... Like, well, first off, I think he's not even that good as an analyst. <laughs> I think he's as good of an analyst as he was a general manager. And no, that yeah, his best Milberg.
0: of days aren't that great.
1: Yeah, exactly, but. When I look at what he said yesterday, and the context of which he said it, he said women aren't there to distract them. Now, the way I took that was, and, and listen, I've been to a few charity events now. I've had some beers with these guys that are playing in the league right now, the young guys. I will tell you, the Tinder, Bumble Age, like, like Milford is not lying. When
0: That's what I said. Show. That's I, That was track. my last it's segment. You might have listened four. to it
1: a shot at the players than it was the women. Like, it's not the women's fault that hockey guys are dogs. Did you ever spend five <laughs> seconds? That's the problem, and that's why I started Tarps Off Hockey Is a lot of these people have never played the game, and they act so shocked about it. It's like, what are you shocked about? Of course Mike Milbury's going to say something like that. Look at the era he's from and time he's from. You just got to take... And it's wrong, and they should get him off the broadcasts anyway because he stinks, but certainly they don't need... I don't think this is like the thing that's like, <laughs> oh, well, finally, we just couldn't get rid of Milbury. It's going to be like Don Cherry. Maybe it was time for him to go, but certainly the thing that did him in wasn't worth losing his
0: job over. No, and I totally, that was, that was my, you know, my thoughts on it, too, was like, okay, this isn't a distraction in like these guys, you know, they don't appreciate their wives or anything. It's more, it's, it's, it's more guys going out to the ranch Jason and the bar. That's yeah. What
1: I think he was talking about. And it's like, that's more of a hit on... Guys, for being all amped up and testosterone, felt chasing the girls out there than it was like calling women a distraction. Like, you really got to toe the line here because, yes, things and that there are massive issues in the game of hockey that certainly could use an adjustment or like a, a change of the culture per se. But, like, hockey is still hockey and it has a tradition and values that I personally played, you played, and. You know what I'm talking about. There's these rules within the rules within the rules, and it seems like this new wave of people want to just, like, step on all of it. And it's like, (laughs) so what are we going to be left with once we get rid of all the former players and guys who like to joke around and guys who... Who you know crossed the line? You saw NBC fired Jeremy Roenick for comments made on spit and chicklets but you'll never ever see the mainstream media have a problem with putting Paul Desanet or Whitney or any of those guys on on their network. Though they can, as long as they don't swear. But their guys go there on a podcast where you're supposed to stretch the boundary and stretch the limits. They do, and the same people that you welcome on the network, all of a sudden he's. Playing by their rules, and now you got to fire them. Like, that just doesn't, it's all ass backwards to me, man. And that's just how I feel about it
0: exactly Chris I mean we're gonna crack into open time I'm keeping you around as long as you got another 10 minutes for me here but I just I just I just refresh my Twitter of course because that's that I mean that's what we do during playoff time and and I I just I just saw I I mean I just saw a tweet and and I mean hey whatever tweet at us whatever you want I don't care we're here we're at World Hockey Report anytime I'll, I'll respond to your tweet as well if you want like I mean if you want to have a conversation I'm totally open to it but for someone to say a professional athlete is not distracted by the woman that's rounds and supports him period is not what mike Melbury meant in my opinion that's not how i took it and as you said like guys they're not distracted by their wives they're not distracted by their significant others that's exactly really how i took it too we live
1: in a culture where you can swipe right and you got <laughs> your match and like the point of it is two people are down to have a time and it's like That's what he's talking about, the distractions. Like, why are we in such a bad place as a society that, like, we need to be like, oh, my God, he said this. It's like, man, there's, like, a thousand. I heard Milbury had said previously that all the empty seats looked like a woman's hockey game. That should get him off the air. That's a terrible shit comment. But this ain't it and if you didn't take him off for that you certainly can't do it for this. I would take him off the broadcast for the rest of the year and dump his ass in the offseason because he's not bringing anything to bringing the game forward. And I and I understand that. But just because well, who are we gonna replace them with? Another journalism student that never played hockey either. Like you, you gotta watch. Here. Oh,
0: I know. Oh man, don't get me started on that. If you take a journalism course, you're not an expert. I'll tell you that for free.
1: Exactly, man. All these oh. people coming at uh, <laughs> coming at me with the whole "you, you, you didn't do this and you don't have this credentials." Man, it's like. Well, let, let's line up who, who we know in the industry, pal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not even being a jerk. It's just the way that the world works now. Like, we can all carve our own way out here, and I think that some people are just doing it on the backs of trying to create issues that they don't need to create.
0: Okay, let's let's switch I call gears. It like farming, you know, like everybody, <laughs> they'll be like, some some guy right now is going to be like,
1: and there it is justice for all the girls out there and it's like he'll get 300 likes and he'll feel good about it but it's like realistically that was very 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 minimal what milbury said and to be even taken off the broadcast for that might be a little extreme
0: well i seen someone today that tweeted out that milbury thing and they were like hashtag and sexism and i was like oh great idea yeah why, why didn't we think that before well
1: like yeah i mean it's yeah. it's it's, it's, it's
0: yeah I, for, I i don't, no I don't man. know okay like, let, let's let
1: and I can see where the comment would maybe strike a nerve, but I don't think that's what he was going with. I think he was talking about the fact that the young guys like chasing women. That's been a thing in hockey since Christ was a cowboy, man. They've been chasing... Again, hockey guys have been a little bit on that, like you know, crazy side uh, uh, of that, and you know that causes a lot of the culture problems that they have today. But to just pretend like because now stuff isn't acceptable that it just never happened and it's just canceled and it never happened, and so like everything else has no previous um, like example to compare it to or anything. Like, look where Milbury grew up and in the climate culture he grew up in. What do you think a guy his age thinks? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. an asshole.
0: Yeah, Chris, Habs Flyers. I need one bet for this game. I know you're going to be watching it. You're going to be going uh, tarps off hockey on Sportscaster as well. What's a bet you're looking at? I I mean, I've kind of looked at some of the lines. I haven't placed anything down yet. Of course, I'm going to mybookie.ag, promo code 120 Sports. But what are you liking?
1: You know what? I really like the under. I saw my bookie had it at 5 I like the under because I think Montreal's winning the game tonight. And if Montreal's winning the game tonight, that to means Carey Price is letting in one goal or less.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, so
1: I'm taking the under today in that game at five. It might rise to five and a half, too. So keep an eye on it.
0: I hate betting the unders, but I'm all with you right there. And give me a score prediction tonight. Blues, Canucks, do we see a game seven?
1: I think we're going to see a game seven tonight. I think we're going to see... Four to two victory for the St. Louis Blues. Big night for Ryan O'Reilly. Two points minimum.
0: Calling it. There you go. Blues money line over five and a half. I'm with you. I'm down with that too. I, you know, I, I hard to argue any of those predictions. Chris, Matt, let's let's wrap this thing up here. Where can people find you on Twitter? And what's next for Tarps Off Hockey? Like, where can people read the blogs? Where can they watch you go live?
1: Yeah, man. So, um, tarpsoffhockey dot is our website. That's where we'll be breaking all the latest and uh, news, trades, fun stuff. We also have a, t- a podcast network that has my "Get the Puck Out" on it, as well as the Blue Line Hockey Club, which is actually Jordan Greenway's uncle from the Minnesota Wild. So, look for this weekend. We're cutting an awesome piece of content this weekend, uh, Minnesota Wild fans and uh, fans of you know uh, Matt Dumba, and that should be out looking. This week, we're going to have some awesome stuff at tarpsofhockey.net. You can find me at Twitter, at c 9797. Those 97s nine were actually for Jeremy Roenick. That's why I wore 97 as a kid. People always accuse
0: that of McDade. <laughs> Those are great. they are. That's awesome. No, that's unreal. Buddy, hey, I can't thank you enough for jumping on. I'm going to jump on your show, of course, and then, I mean, we'll we'll let people know when that's dropping. But, hey, World Hockey Report, we're huge fans. Tarps off hockey, you're doing great stuff. And yet again, ready. thanks for coming on the show.
1: Same, bro. Thanks for the uh, for the support. And anytime you need anybody to come talk some hockey, you just hit me up, buddy. I appreciate
0: it. Chris Mancuso right there. TarpsOffHockey.net. Hey, we're coming to you live on 12-Ounce Sports, your home of the best sports talk stuff. Zingo TV. Channel 761. 12 on Sports has got live sports. Everything's rolling. Baseball playoffs are going. I know they got the e-racing still. That's always fun, interesting to watch. Gotta love Jeff Beck with the commentary on that. He's always good. Or you know what? We're breaking it now. We're back to two episodes a week. Mondays, Fridays, World Hockey Board Overtime Challenge. You don't want to miss it. I mean, look at these things. That's great. Fresh hats, you got the black, you got the white back, snap back, what's good, black front, our logo up there. I mean, they're fresh. You want to get a sick cap to close out this summer? You know what, those old ones, probably looking bad. Use the hashtag WHROTchallenge. Every time a game goes to overtime, there's one rule. And if you mess up that one rule, you're an idiot. I mean, I don't like to call people idiots, but you're an idiot. There's one rule in the World Hockey Report Overtime Challenge. That's simple. Get it right. Pick who pick who scores the winner. Use the hashtag. Yeah, hats are gonna be flying off the shelves. We're gonna get that catalog launched probably next week or the week after. Wait for that. Yes, of course. Buy the buy the merch. I mean, hey, it supports us. You know what? For what me and Adam do here? You know, we're not making a killing, but we love it. We love you guys. We love all the listeners giving us their support, giving us their time. We get great guests on this show. There's more to come. We got a lot more pro hockey players lined up. Things are going to be rolling. I mean, come on. We got another hockey season coming up. Things over in Europe are getting going. So guys are starting to leave. We're going to talk to that. We got a couple of Olympians lined up. It'll be fucked. It'll be fun. There's some, there's some big stuff on the way. Really looking forward to it. Appreciate everyone who tuned in today, Chris Mancuso, for jumping on the show. I don't think I missed anything that big. And if I did, we're going to be covering it right back here on Monday. The flames choke. The flames suck. The flames are done. Stick it. I mean, stick some dynamite in there. Okay, Dallas Colorado game one tomorrow. 6 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. I love it. Get that series rolled, and that's going to be fun. But I'm sorry, the Avs, I mean, they're they're going to win more 7-1 hockey games. They could wipe the floor with Dallas. And I think Dallas has a little bit more grit than a team like Arizona, obviously. But how slow Dallas starts, how risky they play, Colorado could expose them. That one could be done in five. I don't know. We'll get you our opinions. We're gonna throw this up on Twitter at World Hockey RPT we're on Facebook as well. World Hockey Report. That's gonna do it. Another great show once again. With nutrition and performance. My bookie Verbaro, Cocoa Vodka Cocoa Rum. 2D masks. Tub mask. Everything possible. Those guys. Those guys make everything possible. They're great. World Hockey Report. 12 ounce Sports Zingo TV for Cody Janssen, Adam Irvin Jeff Beck. Until Monday. Peace out, folks. It's been a blast.